0: You know, how can you still be gritty and energetic and positive and on purpose during this time period? Because there's so many things we can't control. Like Tibor, I think this made me realize that the only really thing we can control is our mindset. This whole event with COVID-19 made me realize that like there are more things out of my control than I even realized, but I can control my focus. I can control my mindset. And really, literally, that might be the only thing that I can control.
1: This is episode number 45 with Dr. Sandra Kemphoff. Welcome to the Mindset Horizon podcast. My name is Tibor Nagy, mindset and performance coach and the founder of Mindset Horizon. The mission of this weekly show is to reveal the disruptive mindset of purpose-driven entrepreneurs, high performers, visionaries, and change-makers so you can transform your mindset, realize your full potential, and execute on your dreams. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Now let's get started. What is up, Mindset Nation? Welcome back to the Mindset Horizon podcast. I'm excited to announce that today's episode is brought to you by Podcasters Paradise. As a mission and impact-driven entrepreneur, thought leader, visionary, and change maker, have you ever thought of increasing your online visibility, building credibility, and scaling your impact and business by starting your own podcast? If you answer this question with hell yeah, Now, this is your chance. According to Edison research in the US, podcasting is one of the fastest growing medium. Since I started podcasting, I knew I needed to invest in myself, learn more about podcasting, and surround myself with the best minds in the podcasting industry. This is how I became part of the number one online community for podcasters, called Podcasters Paradise, created by John Lee Dumas, founder and host of Entrepreneurs on Fire, one of the most successful, top-ranked and award-winning podcast. So if you're ready to start your own podcast, build credibility and scale your impact and business, I highly recommend checking out Podcasters Paradise at MindsetHorizon.com forward slash paradise. That's again MindsetHorizon.com forward slash paradise. You can also find the links on our show notes page at MindsetHorizon.com forward slash podcast. If you have any questions after checking out the Podcasters Paradise page or you want to know more about my incredibly positive experiences with Podcasters Paradise, shoot me an email at Tibor at MindsetHorizon.com or DM me on Instagram at Tibor.MindsetHorizon. I'm very much looking forward to hearing from you. And so without further ado, let's dive into today's episode. My guest today is Dr. Sindra Kampov and wow, I just enjoyed this conversation with Dr. Kampov so much. She has an incredible wisdom to share and this conversation is just loaded with practical mindset tools and strategies that you can immediately implement in your life to be more positive and not just survive but also thrive during the COVID-19 pandemic. And so in this episode, Dr. Kampov and I talk about how to master and cultivate an empowering mindset. And she talks about the High Performance Mindset Summit that she put together to help people with their mindset during these times of uncertainty. On top of all that, the summit is completely free. And you can register at sindrakampov.com forward slash summit. Or you can find the links on our show notes page at mindsethorizon.com. Forward slash 45. That's again, mindsethorizon.com forward slash 45. We also talk about how to overcome fear with Dr. Kampov's 95 5% rule and how focusing on the present moment can help you eliminate anxiety and worry. We dive deeper into how to improve your self talk, and Dr. Kampov shares practical strategies that you can immediately implement in your life. And now a couple of words about today's guest. So Dr. Sindra Kampoff is a certified mental performance consultant, keynote speaker and trainer, an expert in the psychology of success and high performance in sports, business and life. She works with elite athletes, business leaders, businesses and championships teams, including the Minnesota Vikings, to help them master mental strategies to gain the high performance edge. She's recognized nationally for her work and contributions to the field of sport and performance psychology where she has a PhD. She had the honor of serving three years on the executive board of the Association for Applied Sport Psychology, the premier organization in the field. She is the author of the book Beyond Grit, 10 Powerful Practices to Gain the High Performance Edge and also the host of the legendary High Performance Mindset podcast. And so Mindset Nation, without any further ado, let's welcome today's guest. So hi, Sindra, and welcome to the Mindset Horizon podcast.
0: I'm really pumped. So thank you so much for having me, Tibor.
1: Yeah, me too. I'm super excited because, yeah, it's just uh, a dream came true uh, to have you on the show. You're a speaker, author, and certified mental performance consultant who helps individuals and teams gain the high-performance edge so they can thrive and reach new levels of potential. And you're also the author of the book, Beyond Grit, The Powerful Practices to Gain the High Performance Edge, and the host of the legendary podcast, The High Performance Mindset Podcast, uh, one of the shows I listen to. I love it. And so I'm just super grateful for you today, Sandra. Thank you. Yeah. And I would love for you to talk to us a little bit more about yourself, your story, your story, how you got where you are today and what is it that you do?
0: Yeah. So thanks again for having me and that. What a nice introduction. <laughs> so, <laughs> You listen to my podcast, um, the podcast, we have like a 330 episodes, something like that. So wow. we started in 2015 and I have to tell you at first, it felt like, you know, like a grind, right? Um, as you're trying to build the audience. Now it's sort of like I'm getting my dream guests too,
1: <laughs> which, yeah.
0: are, which is, super Fun. So I'm grateful that you have me on today. Um, my entrepreneurial journey really started, um, I would guess, maybe about 15 years ago. Uh, it's when I started my business, but it's really evolved in the last like eight. And there was a turning point for me. Um, I was actually at the Boston Marathon bombing. So I'm a marathoner. I've ran 15 marathons now and five Boston marathons and absolutely wow. love marathon yeah because it's like well there's so many amazing things about boston but um i love the people i love just like you have to qualify for this race so it's like an honor to run it i love just how many people are at the race and spectators like it's just it's just phenomenal and Mm. in this particular year in 2013 i ran a personal best so you know and to to run a personal best at boston it's really difficult because it's downhill for 13 miles. Okay. And wow. then you a series of five hills called, um, the, the biggest one is called heartbreak. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, just with all of that, like, man, heartbreak, you know, it sounds like it's going to break your heart. Um, <laughs> yeah. but I just crushed the race. Just felt really proud of myself. I think that year, maybe I got like 89th for women, which is like super hard because, you know, there's like, you know, people from all over the world. So, just on a high and I was down at the race and I near the finish line waiting for my friends um, to finish the race and you know obviously things changed pretty quickly I didn't really understand what was going on and our hotel was right next to the finish line mm-hmm. so I just remember you know cell phones weren't working you turn on the news and you realize you're in the middle of you know a terrorist attack and like literally our hotel was right next to where this was happening. And so yeah. there was rumors that there was a bomb in our hotel. And, you know, Tibor, if you've ever been in situations like that, um, you know, for me, my race didn't matter. Mm. What mattered most was my family, number one, and would I be able to get to see them. And then I just remember like asking myself these really powerful questions in that hotel room as it was just, you know, silent and You know, I asked myself, like, why do I do what I do and what difference do I make? And, you know, why? Why am I still alive? You know, like, why was I not people killed? And it was actually that day that I started making drastic changes with my business, with my mindset, with like my career. And I was playing pretty small, to be honest, like I was a college professor um, and just playing it safe, meaning. Um, not yeah, really getting out there with my message, writing in journals, which was great, but I don't know how many people read them. <laughs> you know, <just> wow. like, <laughs> and I wasn't getting out there with my message like this. I didn't have a podcast. Um, I really wanted to work for the Minnesota Vikings, but that was scary mm. because if you see me, like I'm about five, two, I'm very you know sh- short. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And uh, to, to work with a team that I didn't play football, you know, um, and I knew I wanted to write a book, but gosh, just to get that out there with your message was, was pretty scary. And so it's really since that moment in 2013 that I'm like, okay, can I do something every day that's just a little bit scary, you know, that um, really pushes me to step into my potential. And one cool thing, I had this guest on my podcast um, a month ago and really well known in my field and after the call, he was like, Sindra, you're just like taking big leaps every time I see you. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay, that's validation that like, okay, I am. Because sometimes, you know, like, I don't know if, you know, this is you, Tibor, but yeah. sometimes it's like, hey, I'm kind of impatient and I, you know, so it's kind of nice to get somebody to say that who's been watching me say, yep, you're doing it. So that's yeah. really what did my business.
1: Yeah, wow, well, uh, Syndria. Thank you so much for sharing that. I think a lot of people could resonate with that. Like, you know, um, that sometimes it's scary to to put yourself out there, your message, especially if you're a coach, change maker, thought leader. Maybe you want to share something online or write a book or something like that. I want to dive deeper there uh, in terms of mindset. Like, uh, what helped you overcome those fears and you haven't mentioned, but maybe limiting beliefs. But I just wanted to make sure that we talk a little bit about your high performance mindset summit, because this is something that you came up with because of the current situation with the coronavirus. And I've just registered and I want the listeners to to go there and check this out. So what's the focus of this summit and why have you decided to create this?
0: Uh, great question. You know, I think... Um... I think the Boston Marathon bombing really taught me something, and I think it really relates to everything that people are going through right now, and that a difficulty can actually be an opportunity. And I love this um, Byron Katie quote, and she said, you know, that things and difficulties don't happen to us, they happen for us. And I feel Mm -hmm. like the Boston Marathon happened for me, and that seems kind of strange to say, but... It led me to where I'm at. Right. And that difficult things can actually happen for you. Mm -hmm. And so to the summit. So next Friday, or I guess that's in two days as we're recording this, I was supposed to do a TED talk. And Tibor, it was like, um, I mean, you know, career changing, like career. This is what you you know, this is what I've been trying to work for. And I mean, the day that I found out I got the TED talk, it was like, we went out to celebrate our favorite restaurant. (laughs) I hired a coach to make sure I crushed this, you know, and then, um, then, you know, right now it's been either postponed or canceled. I don't know. And so when this just happened with COVID-19 and, you know, that first week, it was like, every time I checked my email, it was like one more speaking event canceled. One, you know, oh, devastating. And then when I got the, the news about the TED talk, it was like, oh, you know, just like stabbed me in the heart.
1: Wow. And I thought,
0: okay, Sindra, how is this happening for you, not mm-hmm. to you? You know, and I said, okay, how can wow. I direct my attention? How can I serve? How can I um, just continue to use my gifts and my knowledge and, and my connections to serve people? And so this idea of the summit came into my mind and it's actually something that I've wanted to do for a couple of years, um, but I, I really, I just didn't make time mm. Yeah. <laughs> so, and, so, and it seemed kind of daunting. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to do this. So I reached out to, at, at the start, it was going to be 12 experts and now it's like 20. <laughs> <So> <laughs> a six day span I, um, span, I interviewed 20 experts all on the topic of change and adversity and how can you use your mindset to really not just like survive in this time, but thrive? And mm. Tibor, it was amazing. Like when I got done interviewing these people, which was just like last Friday, right? So, um, but I felt like I was more on purpose, more mentally stronger and um, just had more tools in my own toolbox. And I think that's really empowering to say, like, given that, like, this is what I do and I learned so much from them. So, mm. I. I organized this so that other people could feel the same, that they could learn more strategies to deal with fear and anxiety. You know, how can you still be gritty and um, energetic and positive and on purpose during this time period? Cause there's so many things we can't control. Like Tibor, I think this made me realize like that, um, that the only really thing we can control is our mindset. Mm. This whole event with COVID-19 made me realize that like, (laughs) There are more things out of my control than I even realized, but I can control my focus. I can control my mindset. And really, literally, that might be the only thing that I can control. And so it's made me like have to practice what I preach during this time period. And don't get me wrong. Like um, there was a weekend, um, maybe two weekends ago. So it was kind of right before I started interviewing all these people. I was in a funk. (laughs) And I don't. It funks, you know, and I'm like, what is happening to me? So I really had to work to practice what I, you know, what you preach, what, you know, we preach as coaches or thought leaders or change makers.
1: Yeah. Wow. This is so incredible. And on the website, you've mentioned that now more than ever, we cannot take a day off of training our mind. We need our mindset working for us, not against us in these times of uncertainty and change. And you mentioned Something that we can control. I really love this because what I uh, spoke about on podcasts, for example, or in general, like you want to focus on the things that you can really control, right? There you have the power. And so with this High Performance Mindset Summit and with your knowledge, like combining these, you know, two things, I want to dive deeper into the mindset of the world's best. AKA the yeah, high-performance mindset. So what are some of the principles that we can use today or in general?
0: Yeah, great question. I could spend like five hours answering that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, where
1: do I want to I uh, that? Yeah, um, I, wanted to, uh, I wanted to have this as an open-ended question. So I didn't really want to, you know, influence you with my knowledge, so yes. to speak.
0: Yeah, that's great. Um yeah, and one cool thing about the summit is it's completely free. Wow. So there's yeah, there's no fee here and you can learn, you know, all in one place. Never before has these people been together sharing on this particular topic. So I'm gonna continue it, Divor. So um once a year I'm thinking what I'll do. But when I think about um the mindset of the world's best, so and I I, I come at that with a. A unique perspective in that, like I work with, I do coaching with entrepreneurs and CEOs and vice presidents. And wow. then um, I have this like work in sport where I work with pro athletes. So I, I provided for the Minnesota Vikings for four years. So a dream did come true after the Boston Marathon. And um, one of the guys, for example, who wrote the forward of my book, um, Beyond the Grit is Adam Thielen. Wow. And he's a wide receiver for the Vikings. Um, I've worked with him, like I work with his his college team. So uh still work with his college team in Minnesota. So that's you know, we've we've known each other and he's been introduced to mental training like, you know, eight years mm-hmm. ago or so.
1: Wow.
0: But it's cool to know that like, you know, these people who are um, thriving. Um, well, I think first of all, is they do train their mindset. And we can't take a day off of training our mind, no matter who we are. And what I realize is the days I take off, you know, or I'm maybe not as sharp on it, are the days that I, I struggle a little bit more, that I'm not as purposeful and focused. And my book covers 10 practices of the world's best. And so mm. the practices like are based on research within performance psychology but they're also things that I've seen. Um, And, um, and I can dive into, you know, any of these, but some of the practices are they're gritty. You know, they're really clear on their purpose. They master their thoughts. They know themselves really well, Mm. and that allows them to master themselves. They dominate the controllables, which is something we just talked about. They stay present. So they own the moment. They choose empowering emotions they really own who they are, so they're authentic, mm-hmm. um, and they're authentic like um, in, in every situation. And they live and let go. They what else? When I, and I can talk more about this, but they learn and burn is another way I might say that. And then they choose their courage zone. And I think that's what I really learned, Tibor. And like the Boston Marathon is like, okay, Sandra, no more playing small can you do something every day that's just a little courageous? And there's a great quote by Eleanor Roosevelt. And she said, you know, when you do something a little scary every day, you do the work that you were intended to do in this mm-hmm. world and you show your gift the world. I think as entrepreneurs, we can, we can be so focused on other people's opinions, you know, like, um, gosh, what if I tweet this or post this, or what if I put this idea out there and no one buys it? But the way I see business is really like um, I had Allie Brown on my podcast. I did an interview with her yesterday and she said she's an entrepreneurial coach for like women who have multiple seven figure businesses. And I was like, Whoa, okay. That's a lot of money. Mm. <laughs> you know? but, uh, she, she said that um, business is a giant experiment. And I was like, Oh, isn't that a great way to explain it? Because when we just, as like a giant experiment, then we're not, uh, then we're less likely to hold ourselves back or let fear get in our way.
1: Wow, that's amazing. And usually how I approach this topic is, you know, like, what are some of the things that hold people back uh, from reaching their full potential? Because you also talk about, you know, um, realizing our full potential, and you mentioned that you used to play small. And so, you know, what are some of the things that we can do in order to Uh, you mentioned, you know, other people's opinions, like I had that as a big fear, kind of quote unquote fear, like what other people will think of me if I put myself out there also with the podcast, like I'm not a native English speaker and all those thoughts coming up. Right. So I figured fear is something that holds people back. Um, what can we do with those to, you know, just step into the potential area?
0: Yeah, that's a great question. And I appreciate your vulnerability there. You know, just as you are sharing the ways it holds you back, I definitely think like the number one thing that holds people back is fear. Wow. And I think, yeah, the powerful thing I think to remind yourself of is just that fear lives in the future. And to me, what that means is like, it's a future based emotion. And it's typically where you're thinking about what could go wrong, what might happen you know, what if they don't like me? And so I think the key really ultimately is to spend more time in the present. And in my book, I have a, a practice I call or a strategy I call the 95 5% rule. And this is just something that I see like the world's best do. I see them spend like literally 95% of their attention in the present. And they might drift their attention to the future to think about, you know, great things to think about where they want to go to think of their goals. Um, or they might, you know, think about the past in, in ways to build their confidence. But what can happen if we spend too much time in the future? Like I saw this quote by Elon Musk and he tweeted this. Um, I think, wow, isn't he the ultra, ultimate ultra entrepreneur? You know, like, <laughs> um, I'd love to buy a Tesla someday. <laughs> it's, a, yeah. it's one of my dream goals. <laughs> uh, yeah. um, but he said, like, fear is the mind killer. And... I was like, yes, like that, retweet it. Um, I also saw like this, this study done by Todd Herman. And Todd Herman wrote like this amazing book called The Ego Effect. And I saw this study where he actually interviewed 29 CEOs right at the break, outbreak of COVID-19. And he found that these CEOs were in three different groups. Number one, they were fear-focused. They were five times more likely to consume media and they spent their time blaming Mm. the second group, the unfocused group, and they were using language like hysteria to explain what was going on, like really negative based language. And then the third group, and this is where we want to live as entrepreneurs and thought leaders is the strategy focused group. And they were way more likely to lean on healthy networks. They were overall more positive and the most calm the daily meditation. So I think what's, yeah, isn't that that kind of shows you the power of like really training your mind and the power of using meditation. And I think, um, you know, just asking yourself, what's going to be your strategy to get back in the present? And when you notice yourself holding yourself back because of fear or what people will say or, you know, other people's opinions or the, you know, fear of failure could be, um, something else that might hold you back. Cause guess what? It's normal and natural. Like our brain is here to keep us safe. It's not here to help us be a performer. <laughs> so yeah. that's how we got in it. Right.
1: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, keeping us safe. Number one priority. <laughs> that's, yes. that's, that's,
0: it really is. and Yeah. Yeah. I think that's why right now, like people have so much fear and anxiety because they're in this survival mode in their mind and they are spending way too much time in the future. You know, like I get sick. What if my, my family gets sick? What if I, you know, when this first happened, I thought, what if I die alone? And I thought, goodness gracious, Indra, that's a terrible thought. Yeah. (laughs) Let's get it back as it, you know,
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, uh, you know, you mentioned this fear is mind killer, uh, which reminded me of imagination, actually. So we can use our imagination in two ways, right? So we can worry about stuff in the future or we can imagine something uh, good or our vision, purpose that we can connect with, something positive. I really like the question that you asked in one of your latest episodes, it was about the current situation with the virus where you asked, uh, two years from now or something like that, two years from now, how do you want to remember of this situation? And so you can decide what you want to focus on now, because I believe that focus is really important. As you mentioned, the present moment, like what is it that I'm constantly uh, focusing on, you know, my thoughts. And I just wanted to ask you, like, when it comes to this concept of training our mind to be more positive, training our mindset to be more positive and focus on the present, what are some of the other things that we can do besides meditation?
0: Oh, great question. Yeah. And, you know, I think the reason we want to do this is because we do have automatic negative thoughts and because your brain is here to keep you safe. Right. And so uh, train it. I was reading this study that talked about um, negativity bias and how we have it as humans. And I think what's important to know is like negative events and experiences get, get quickly stored in our memory, mm-hmm. and negative events linger longer than positive ones. So what the research shows. So I, I'll answer this question maybe in two ways. First, I think one strategy is like to savor the good moments. And so what this study suggests is that for negative events, like for positive events to have the same impact as negative events, we have to hold them into our awareness for 12 or more seconds. Mm. So they store from short-term to long-term memory. So, okay. How I use this strategy is I've been playing a lot of like hide and go seek in the dark with my boys. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm sitting there in the dark and I'm like, oh, this is really cool. I'm like, how great is this? And my nights like playing hide and go seek not something I would have not done without COVID-19, right? Yeah. Or we play games or even watching a movie, you know, we're just spending more time together and having dinners together. So I'm just working to hold that into my awareness. So that's one way is like the psychological concept of this is called savoring. Mm-hmm. When we just see what's going on, I think that's really powerful. A second strategy I'd encourage people to use is, um, you know, what you just said, Tibor, that I was saying on my podcast earlier this week is like, what are the questions that you're asking yourself right now? Wow. And your, your questions really do um, control your focus, right? So the way I kind of think about it is my focus determines my feelings. What am I paying attention to? And just making sure you're asking yourself really powerful questions right now. Like, okay. Uh, Like what you just suggested, you know, two two years from now, how do I want to remember this time? Mm. Do I want to remember it as a time of growth or fear? Um, Some other questions in my book, I call them focus improving questions. And I love them because I use them all the time. Right. It's like, okay, what's the opportunity here when I shifted from that TED talk to the summit?
1: Yeah.
0: Okay. Sucks. (laughs) (laughs) Controllable. Um, What's the opportunity here? right and and or i i asked myself like how is the situation a gift you know like yes it stinks people are sick and um like you know but how can i use how can i frame my mind to see this as like that there is some good coming from it right without discounting that you know this is impacting the whole world and we're all together so i don't want to discount that but you know just just trying to see the gifts in my life or what am i happy about or what's going right in my life right now? What's wonderful about the work I'm doing? What's awesome about my family? Like what can I be thankful for? So I guess two two things that we can dive into this more Tibor because you know my my book is full of strategies yeah. and really I try to like a tool or strategy for for every single chapter. But I think you know two points is just can you savor the good mm. to short. The sh- you know right now, particularly during this time where there's a lot of stress and anxiety. Can you, and then can you ask yourself powerful questions? So you're really focusing on the good because there's a lot of great things. And guess what? The best thing is that you're alive because you're listening to this podcast. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I love it. Thank you so much for sharing that. I love questions and I truly believe that questions are the answer. So instead of trying to, uh, you know, say something to myself, maybe it's better to ask the right questions. The only question is, can I ask the right questions, or do I need a coach? <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I think we all need a coach. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I have one too. So
1: <laughs> I do too. I be
0: our own coach, what?
1: <laughs> I do. T- I do have my own too.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, I think when you're really trying to play at a bigger level and you're really trying to step into mm. to what you do, I I think that you need a coach. And there's something else that, you know, Tivor, that you just said that I think is powerful. It's like, um, you know, maybe you inferred it is, you know, we can get in our own way. Right. And yeah. that's why having a mentor or a coach, um, I love this idea of like leading yourself. Right. And especially during this time, like leading yourself through adversity and change, when you lead yourself in a really mentally strong way, then you. Um, then you're helping, then you can lead others in mm. this mentally strong during this time, right? And mm. and to be honest, the most difficult person to lead is yourself, Yeah. right? And it's easier to lead other people, but leading yourself takes daily effort and intention and refocusing and reminding yourself of your purpose and your values and like, you know, really owning your mindset and talking to yourself really powerfully. Because we do have this like survival based brain mm. that doesn't allow us to always step into our potential. So you got to train it.
1: Yeah. And you mentioned uh, self talk, like talking to yourself to some extent. I know that I can be a little bit harsh there with myself. So, and you also mentioned like focusing on the things that we are grateful for. Sometimes I forget to focus on the things that I have done. I, I rather focus on the things that you know, I haven't managed to complete during the day. And so I think that's, that's also really important to, to manage this self-talk. And uh, I don't know if you have any thoughts on that or practices to that.
0: Yeah. Maybe um, first I can just kind of share some general thoughts about self-talk and then um, I have a morning routine that really helps me with my self-talk. So I'll kind of share that. Oh. So yeah, what's, what's most important is that just to realize your brain is here to keep you safe. You know, we have about, well, what the research shows is like between 60 and 80,000 thoughts in one day. Wow. Right. So, like our brain is constantly going.
1: <laughs> totally. And
0: yeah, totally. And what the research also says is that we're typically focused more on the negative. Right. And we are then the, then the more the positive or the more the opportunities, and we are, our, we can be our, our worst critic. Mm. So, one important thing is to remember a couple of things like um, you don't have to believe everything you think. And so, I think realizing that Ooh, is powerful.
1: That's powerful. Yeah.
0: It is powerful. You don't have to believe everything you think because your brain is really here to keep you safe. Right. And then, so that's. Um, my number one thought principle is like, um, you don't have to believe everything you think. Number two, the second powerful thought principle is you have to make sure you talk to yourself, not listen. Mm. And the listen is negativity or the reasons you can't or the ways you're holding yourself back. But when you're intentional with your self-talk, then you can really be um, a powerful advocate for yourself and talk powerfully to yourself. Mm. I think as an entrepreneur, or like owning your value is really important. Wow. And then powerful thought principle is like, you know, I try to keep things simple mostly because I need something simple yeah. <laughs> think about like when I was particularly like I ran cross country and track in college and I really needed something simple. Um, but the way I kind of think about it is like, I will, I can, I am is the most powerful way to talk to yourself, mm. you know, because I will is a statement about your intention and I can is about your potential. And I am is who you are. Wow! And so I always, if I'm struggling, I always focus on like, okay. Um, I am. So, so part of my morning routine Tibor is to really literally, I have these phrases that I have written out that I thought about, like, what do I want to become more of? It's not that I'm not this already, but when I think about five years, 10 years, and, where I want my business to go and what are my goals are, mm-hmm. what's the self that's going to match that? And um, and then I plan them out, right? Because what we know from the research is that if you have pre-planned self-talk, it helps you. Wow. And so we have like 30 statements I say to myself every single morning that really helps me step into what I want to do. And it includes like um, a bigger morning routine that I can talk about in a second. But what are your thoughts about that, Tibor?
1: That's, that's really, that's really, uh, amazing. And, uh, what I was thinking about, you know, so you mentioned what's the self-talk that's going to bring me there. Right. And you were talking about identity. I am right. That's very, very powerful. And I would say one of my favorite topics. So I am fascinated with mindset and belief systems, but maybe more importantly, Building your identity and confidence in a way so that you can move towards your vision and purpose or goals. And so, yeah, I had a guest on the show a week ago, Dr. Benjamin Hardy, and we talked about this. Like, this is super amazing. And I usually put down my future self in my journal, like how I imagine myself, who I am becoming, or who I am in the future. But this is really powerful with the self talk. Like you can combine that. So, what are some of the thoughts or self-talks that the person has? Right?
0: Yeah. And what do what do you want to think about yourself? Right? It's not. It's not that like because what I think about myself, I become. Mm. And so I can change my thoughts. When I change my thoughts, right over time, and that's what mental conditioning is. Like this isn't magic. Wow. But I, I know that this has also helped me. So about six months ago. I decided to do a morning routine and I had all, I had read all this research about like the power of the morning. And so I call it the grit priming exercise and people can download it. If they go to, um, com slash morning. Mm. So com slash morning. So Tibor, you might want to, you should go check it out and see what you think. But, um, all of my clients have been doing it so far. And, uh, I mean, what they say is they, then these statements that are going to help them later on, you know, that they say in the morning, help. They it helps them later on. So just a thought comes into their mind and they remind themselves who they are. Mm. But generally, they said, like doing this exercise every morning keeps them more focused, um, more on purpose. And this is a difficult time as a leader wow. um, to really your business. So, so I call it the grit priming exercise. And priming is just the act of intentionally choosing your thoughts and your focus. Mm. So you can really a mindset that you need. And so like Tibor, have you ever like bought a car and then right when you drove off the lot, um, you saw all the cars like yours?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Totally. Yeah. I know
0: that happened to me last time I bought a car and I was like, "Hey, I didn't <laughs> think then bought a car. And then, like, I mean, so, so the idea of priming is just like that. Like you, when you prime yourself in the morning, then you see what you're looking for. And so, so G R I T is the four components and you can literally do these for one minute each, but you could do it for five minutes each. You know, like when I go for a run sometimes in the morning, Tibor, I'm like doing this for five minutes each, like total, you know, like 30 minutes or six minutes each for 30 minutes. Like and when I get done, man, I'm just on fire. (laughs) So, So G stands for gratitude. And that means like just for at least one minute, think about all the things you're grateful for. The small things, the little things, even the tough things. The R stands for remember your why, and remind yourself why you do what you do, and how, and how you know um, how will you show up today to live your purpose to serve others? Because that's really what purpose is. It's beyond ourselves. Mm. And I stands for intention, and these are where the I will statements come in. Um, and it's it to me this is more about being than doing. Like, how do you want to be today? You know, like maybe it's like, I will lead boldly my team today, or um, I will show gratitude today, something like that. Mm. And then the team, talk to yourself with these power phrases. And in this down, this PDF, you can download, um, again, syndracampoffcom slash um, You can All my instructions are on that PDF. And I suggest between 10 and 30 power phrases. To start wow. conditioning yourself how you want to think. So, so here's a few of mine, Tibor. Yeah. Um, so, um, and I hope this inspires people. So, and in some in the next couple of weeks, I'm going to do like a challenge where people post their videos of them saying their power phrases online. But
1: <laughs> I'm in. <laughs> here's a. Few.
0: Yeah, you're in. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna you. Um, but here's a few of mine. Like I know my value and the value of my work to this world. Mm. Um, I learn like I change a million people's lives. Um, I, I say my purpose, the purpose of my life is to guide others to play and live full out by providing wisdom and the truth. Wow. I am love. I am grace. I am bold. I'm a thought leader. I'm a force for good. I'm full of love and connection. So there's just a few of like the examples. Um, so people can see where I'm going with this.
1: Wow. That's amazing. So incredible. Thank you so much for sharing. First of all, the exercise and, uh, telling us some of your, statements that's that's really amazing. You know, I always ask my guests for book recommendations. So, what are some of the books that you would recommend to the listeners, uh books that might have transformed your life in some ways?
0: I am glad that you asked me this question. So, I you know, uh if you saw my office, you'd see like uh lots of books.
1: <laughs> yeah, I've <laughs> seen that.
0: Yeah, yeah. But um but I'll give you three. How's that sound?
1: Awesome. Perfect.
0: So when I got back from the Boston Marathon bombing, the first book I read about was about purpose because I was really trying to find mine. So I love this book called the power of purpose and it's by Richard Leiter. Um, I'm, I'm having him on a guest on my podcast in a couple of weeks and like his interview blew me away, Tibor. Like I, man, I was (laughs) just, I was taking notes like a crazy person.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm doing the same.
0: (laughs) um, Yeah. yeah, So Power of Purpose, great one. I um, had um, Brad Stolberg on my podcast last week, and he wrote one of my favorite books called The Passion Paradox. Mm. And it's entrepreneurs because it's about excessive passion and harmonious passion and how passion can be a good thing and a bad thing. Um, And it gives really great tips that are research-based in it. So Passion Paradox by Brad Stolberg, loved it. And then a classic, The Four Agreements by Don Ritz. And um, in here, my favorite one is like, don't take things personally.
1: Wow, thank you so much. Thank you so much for sharing that. And uh, Sindra, I wanna make sure that we talk about your podcast a little bit, like what can people expect when they tune in? And also where can people find uh, you online and learn more about you?
0: Uh, thank you for asking, Tibor. So it is called the High Performance Mindset Podcast, and you can find it on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, iHeart Radio. Mm. And you know, wherever you can find podcasts, you can just go and um, subscribe there. And we launch two episodes every week. One is usually on Tuesdays, Mondays or Tuesdays, and it's a really short Less than 10 minutes, um, I'm on the local radio here, and I'm always talking about just tips and tools. Mm-hmm. Um, that's really what I feel like my superpower is, Tibor, is like the how. So I'm always trying to take like, um, you know, research-based ideas and to teach people how to do it. So And then I interview an expert or a thought leader um, on Thursday. Um, so twice a week, and you can find it. Um, you can also go to Sindra Camp offer a shorter Shorter URL would be just Dr. Sindra, so D R C I N D R A dot And you can find the episodes there too.
1: Yeah, that's amazing. Thank you so much for sharing. And the links are going to be in the show notes and people will find it on our website, mindsethorizon.com forward slash podcast. And so, Sindra, um, my last question is we tapped into this a little bit. Like, what is your mission? What is your future vision? Where are you heading?
0: Oh, that's a great question. Um in my book, Tibor, I uh do an ex I have an exercise where people can write their 20-year, 10-year, five-year, and one-year goals. Wow. <laughs> that seems like, a, like daunting to write like 20-year goals, but I have my goals written out and uh they are um on the wall in my office. So wow. um <laughs> what I preach. But uh, for me, like, you know, where I'm at right now is just Sometimes goals, you know, it's, I, I, we really need them because we need like a direction of where we're going. Yeah. But I see goals as more like who I can become in the process. And that that also takes the weight off, you know, like, yes, this is where I want to go, but there are some things that are out of my control. And so if I think, well, who can I become in the process mm. that helps me kind of step into growing and learning and have a growth mindset, but really my vision is just help as many people in this world that I can um, and live with purpose every day, which is really to help guide others to play big. I'm hopeful that people learn some strategies to play bigger in their life today. And just by providing the truth and wisdom that can really help people grow and learn and master their mindset. Cause that's the only thing we ultimately can control.
1: Wow. That's wonderful. Thank you so much for sharing that. And you're definitely on this journey. And uh, thank you so much for doing this work. And thank you so much for being on the show. It's been a pleasure talking to you.
0: Thank you, Tibor. I really appreciate you having me. What great questions and an honor to be on your show.
1: What is up, Mindset Nation? Thank you so much for listening. And I really hope this episode's been highly valuable to you. And if so, please make sure to spread the word and share this episode with your friends. We are on a mission to build this community of Mindset Nation, so please make sure to go to iTunes, go to Stitcher and support us by rating and reviewing the show and don't forget to subscribe as well. For more information about Mindset Horizon, simply visit our website MindsetHorizon.com and sign up to our weekly newsletter to get the latest information about new episodes, Mindset Transforming Freebies, Tips and Insights. Make sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Leave us a message. We'd love to get in touch with you and hear more about you. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Take care and be limitless, my friends.